2: If you're looking for the pack that will help you survive the worst day of your life or a pack to use for your everyday carry that you would never have to worry about failing. If you're looking for the perfect bug out bag, the perfect bushcraft pack uh, for camping, hiking, whatever your needs, go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check it out. All products are 100% made in America. You can use promo code Bump 22 and save 10% site wide. All right, that's Bump B-U-M-P 22 to save 10% site wide. This is a veteran-owned business. Like I said, every component of every product made in America, the buckles, the zippers, the straps, American made. Um, There's never been a more important time than now to bring it home. You know what I mean? So go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Best products on the market. I've got videos on YouTube about it if you want to see it. Um, Or just go to the website. Check it out. SquatchSurvivalGear.com. But wait, there's more. (laughs) A Chris messaged me and said that if you guys use Bump22 as the promo code this year, that he's going to increase that discount to 15%. So, get on there now. Use bump 22, save 15% site wide at squatch Hey there, believers. Got a great episode for you today. I have the pleasure of bringing back on Tyler from Dockside Media. The old guys who brought you uh, Conscious Contact, the alien doc that uh, we sat there and talked about, it's now available anywhere. It, it's streaming all over like Amazon Prime Video and stuff like that. Uh, great documentary. They just came out, or they're coming out, not released to the public yet. Although some people may have gotten a little glitz. Um, A Sasquatch documentary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big stuff. Um, things that you have never heard before are going to be discussed on here, on this documentary. Um. They have some witnesses. They have some historians. They have some uh, like folklore uh, kind of storyteller kind of things. Um, they have a wide range of testimonials. Um, super interesting. Like I said, hard things I've never heard before. But I'm just looking forward to getting Tyler on here and uh, letting him talk, tell us more about it and the process of and Maybe we can get him to open up about personal experiences. All right, let's bring him on. And while we've got a minute, um, I sent the invite out to Tyler, and I'm sure he'll, he'll hop on here in just a couple of minutes. But while I have a second, let me talk to you about these five-star reviews I've been getting on uh, like Apple podcasts and such. I, first of all, I greatly appreciate these five five star ratings and reviews um guys when you send them to me or when you post it i don't have a way to respond to you directly so you know you some some people are telling me stories or encounters and i don't have a way to respond but let me read this one off here it says Five-star, I'm not very religious, but I enjoy you talking about the Bible and religious aspects of these encounters. Religion, <clears throat> religion or not, I have faith. I'd much rather believe my encounters are from a religious or biblical realm than scary monsters of some kind. I'd also like to think encounters that get scary can be pushed away with faith. Without it, the world, the world can be really scary. I just want to say I appreciate what you're doing and how you do it. Peace. And I want to say thank you very much for that, that kind review. Um, that was from Tabeca? 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 We'll see. Next, second, happy second anniversary from A Phoenix. This one was back in May. Uh, it says, I want to wish you a happy anniversary two years ago when you were starting this endeavor. Would you have thought you were going to still be going? and reaching as many people as you are. No, I did not think that. I have enjoyed listening to you, and from the beginning, I've seen how you grow every new show and how you're able to be open-minded and let your faith in Jesus Christ known, and your prayer at the ending is amazing for those to know him. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but thank you for that one. Oh, here we go. Hold on, once they will go ahead and bring Tyler onto the show.
0: Should we start? Sure. We yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Go for it. Bo, we are back. Thank you so much for having us. Hey, right, thanks for thanks for reaching back out to me, man. Yeah. So I'm
2: and
1: by Chris, us, you, Chris, you mean Dockside Media. Well, right? I was... Uh, the I dopest was, yeah. documentary production company eh, this side of the Milky Way. Dig it, dug it, dig it, let's go.
0: I like how that tagline thing was never ever like run by me. It's just, you just took the ball and you ran with it
1: well here's what's up yeah i mean dude we started shooting videos like right away as we were True. logging all the interviews for conscious contact full disclosure i had to come up with something just out in the out in the field and i was like dude i i dig it it's got good flow i didn't yeah i guess i didn't run that bike i run everything it's fine by
0: you it. know what it's it's fine i'm i'm happy with it and tyler i'm excited to be back because we're talking about our new movie which we haven't gotten to talk about very much. I think we only talked about it maybe once on another podcast, maybe twice, True. but uh, we've been talking so much about Conscious Contact, Full Disclosure. We were even on here before talking about that movie, which was our alien documentary, which is out. It's been out for a month now. I, I think it's been received pretty well. So has The Ghosts of Gettysburg, which was actually surprising how well that was received. Honestly, we, we kind of thought Bo. That uh, the alien documentary would get more exposure, but it turns out our ghost documentary, the ghosts of Gettysburg, kind of blew up on Amazon for a while there. Really? Super exciting, yeah. It was dude, on the-
1: sixty-one reviews on Amazon. Nice. But you know the metrics, dog? Oh yeah. One out of every what, 10,000, 20,000, 10, hundred million, right. very few people take the time to give us, you know, the number of stars or even write a review. I, can- dude, I'm very outgoing and motivated. I don't know you? if I've ever reviewed anything. I have <laughs> a star review. I just I yeah. haven't. So it's just dope. Chris, I'll let you get back to it. But that's sick, man. People I are guess, they've yeah. been loving the docs.
0: Yeah, so uh it's kind of weird though, I will say, because like all of our energy, it felt like was put towards conscious contact, full disclosure. I love that movie. I really like the Ghost of Gettysburg, too. So I was really surprised when that one blew up a bit. And this whole time, it's I think Tyler posted like yesterday, or he sent me like the wording uh, to post on social media, where it's like, up oh, one week till Secrets of the Sasquatch comes out. And I'm like, I haven't even thought about this. because, yeah. you know, we sent the deliverables into the distributor, I don't know, like seventy days ago, and we've been talking so much about the other two documentaries. So it's kind of fun now to to, to go back to Secrets of the Sasquatch because I'm already you know, in the backside of Dockside Media, already editing, almost done editing our our fourth documentary, which is In Plain Sight, The Intelligence Community and UFOs. So all my attention has been on that. So it's it's just weird to come on these things and like, oh yeah, yeah, man, we got secrets of Sasquatch.
1: And not only that, Chris, but well, yo, uh, what are we doing July 9th to July 10th? Oh, that's right. We're doing a uh, we're camp out at a haunted cemetery in the ghost town of pandemonium Pennsylvania yeah bro so Bo we got the next one we'll be sending you here momentarily uh ghosts in the graveyard pure pandemonium yeah camp out we got a bunch of people it's gonna be nasty and this is what's up Bo Yeah. if you're free July 9th you're more than welcome to come
2: yes that is awesome man July 9th yeah
0: hey bo have you ever done anything like that like going on a a, like a to a alleged haunted area and done a camp out or anything kind of investigation uh
2: i've done a little ghost hunting but it wasn't to like a a known location like hey you know kind of anything that has any kind of tourist attraction or anything like that uh i'm actually planning to go check out a couple places this summer um kind of local you know within an hour Mm -hmm. or so of the house um there's some state parks I want to check out that have some
0: activity on them. That's cool. Have you seen anything when you were out before? Nothing remarkable.
2: I had a, uh, because it was back then, it was like 2009, 2010, 2008, somewhere there. I had all the uh, typical ghost hunters equipment, you know, like the the EMF detector and,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you know, the digital recorders and stuff like that, trying to catch EMP and, um, or EVP, not EMP. I don't want to catch one of those. No, nah, nah. <laughs> but I, I caught like uh little glimmering lights you know sometimes yeah uh I've, I've caught more evps doing this show than i have <laughs> ever in interesting. No yeah, I've, yeah i've had several people you know like, hey listen to such and such minute on this episode you know what is that and yeah sometimes even you talk about spooky stuff spooky stuff happens man <laughs> you
0: know yeah, it's 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 interesting when you dive. And what's cool about like this kind of stuff, the digital recording is when you load it in like a um, like a DAW or like a digital audio work workspace and you can see the waveform. Yes. And, like if you see like, wait, we aren't talking. What is this like little, <laughs> yep. you know what I mean? That visual of it, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, makes it a lot easier to find. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure, <laughs> yeah. for sure. So, yeah, no, we, we have that coming up, which is which is going to be super fun. I'm really looking forward to it. We have a whole bunch of interesting people that are going be, kind of be coming along with us. Um, and we're going to be doing a bunch of investigation stuff and, you know, bringing a Ouija board, you can do a seance, going to do all that kind of stuff. Probably play, play the game, Ghosts in the Graveyard. Um, in the yeah, yeah. Cause we've heard a lot of stuff about this location and Tyler went there and did an interview with someone and it's an interesting place. Um, so it'll be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great time. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah,
1: but and it's all serendipitous that it all fell into place. We were actually doing a, a screening of uh, the Ghosts of Gettysburg, and the medium from that mentioned, "Hey, have you guys ever heard of uh, this Pioneer Cemetery in the ghost town of I'm like, No, we have now. <laughs> and uh, dude, yeah, I don't know. Within a couple of weeks, I'm like, "Oh, Chris, dude, Ghosts in the Graveyard, pure Pandemonium. What do you think?" like yeah yeah i like it so as we've been finishing up this other stuff um yeah we got around to making the the flyer here and getting yeah dude i can't believe we're like a little over a week away from going to do that i'm pumped because i went and interviewed this marlin cat and yeah dude it's just it's it's a crazy place dog i i interviewed him in the cemetery all right uh and i don't want to mess these numbers up man but like oh Man, I don't want to mess the numbers up.
0: But like the town up.
1: might have ended in like say 1912 or something. I mean, it's mm-hmm. over 100 years that it's been abandoned. Right. But this freaking cemetery, like, I I asked um I, I asked uh uh Marlin who I was in. I'm like, dude, this like seems somewhat well kept. Like there's a little bit of vegetation, but not super high. I'm like, yeah, if you come later in the summer or at a different time like is it all overgrown? he's like he's like man i've been coming here i forget if it's for 10 years he's like it's the same height every single time
0: that's crazy like the, yeah. the
1: vegetation doesn't grow and yeah dude, just wait till you see the footage of this place it's just man it's a pretty little cemetery out in the middle of state forest like mm. out just out in the middle of nowhere no cell phone signal did you turn off this road and it's uh dude it's a few miles back uh, yeah on like just a little gravel road it's it's nasty but but we'll hop off that because we well
0: I I was going to say though I mean I think we're lucky though Tyler just considering where we live in Pennsylvania you know the history here there's so much old old towns old buildings like the house I live in was built in 1927 and I know that because I go up into my attic and on the the wall the plaster of wall or maybe it's concrete I don't know it has, they, they wrote their name and they wrote the year the house was built. So it's so cool. Like I was uh, dri- driving my daughter to Narberth, which is outside of Philadelphia, but it's like an old city town. Cause like the trees are all huge and over like real old My daughters. Like how old are those trees? I'm like probably like hundred, 200 years old. I don't know. So there's so much history near us. That's why we could go to Gettysburg so easily. We could go to this pandemonium. I mean, you've been to Centralia. There's like so many interesting places around us uh, to explore. Also went to Western Pennsylvania, Tyler, where did a little Sasquatch hunting. And that's where mm. yep. we did some filming for Secrets of the Sasquatch, which is really what we're here to talk about tonight, Bo, because uh, that's coming out next week. Had you had the chance to check it out? I did. I did.
2: I watched about half of it, and then, you know, life happened. And then this today, I watched the other half. So, yeah, I, I, I finally got to get it all in. Fantastic documentary, by the Thank way. Thank you,
0: sir. Thank um, you, sir.
2: I don't know where you find these guests, you know, these people to do the testimonials and stuff, but they're great. They're like naturals yeah. on camera. Mm. Um, you can tell, like, they're comfortable talking about this. Like, they believe what they're saying. So, it, it, it comes off like, you know, it, it's a more believable yeah. story, you know.
0: Uh, and that's all a testament to Tyler, I think, um, with him – he he has a way of getting people comfortable and bringing them out of their shell and making them, you know, because it is a hard thing sometimes mm. to talk about this subject matter because there is a stigmatism to a lot of it. You know, you don't want to sound like right. a person. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't want to sound like a crazy person a lot of times. Um, but these people felt comfortable enough to relay their experiences, um, which is so cool. It's so it makes my job, I do all the editing, so much easier because it's like you can just tell like when people are passionate or when they like have this authentic story they're telling and, and the way that they are comfortable on camera makes, again, makes it so much easier to to bring their stories to life in a compelling way. I think so.
1: I think we're just fortunate. Like, dude, I, I appreciate the compliment, Chris. I don't know. Maybe some of it's luck because here's what's up. Like Chris and I, we've been doing this filming thing long enough. And because we've been uh started off teaching ourselves, Chris has a podcast show, all these things. We've done short films, like we've had to act. And do we know how hard it, it like everything in your body screams don't be yourself, don't be yourself. You <laughs> right. cannot be yourself on screen. And that's why everybody just comes off looking like, oh, dude, something they look anxious. A little something is off. I can't put my finger on it, but it doesn't look natural, right? right. And so dude, Matt, bro, that's a super compliment. And Chris, thank you for your compliment, but it's just awesome. Like when I get home and look at this footage, like scrub it and send it to Chris and maybe cut a trailer quick or a little teaser just to get people like, uh, keep the momentum going. I'm like, dude, this is insane. Like, it is so awesome to see these people just share their stories and be genuine. And, and like, dude, what I love, <laughs> um, is, uh, the gentleman, Randy Smith, and he, uh, it's in the trailer, I believe, uh, and it's certainly in the doc, but he talks about, like, oh, I always said, like, if I ever see a s- Sasquatch, I'm going to run right at it, right. and, dude, I, I camped out with Randy in, like, twenty mid-20s, you know, it's freezing cold. Randy is a woodsman. Randy is a hunter, dude. I can just tell those types of people, Yeah. like, if a nuke gets dropped, I'm going to find Randy because he will <laughs> be able to keep me alive. Randy's the guy... He's like, oh, dude, we gotta move these logs, at, like in the fire, and he's just picking up logs, dude, with his smolder, like hot logs, flaming embers, <laughs> picks them up barehanded. You know that's the type of tough guy he is. So like when he makes these statements about like, oh, dude, if I, you know, if I saw a Sasquatch, I'd run at it, and then he sees one and he just froze. I'm like, dude, that's crazy because I would put my money on him all day every day. That dude, if he saw a Sasquatch, he would run, and I would put my money on him all day every day. <clears throat> Like, he just knows, oh, dude, that's a deer running through. Oh, that's a fox. Yeah. Oh, that's a squirrel. Oh, that's right. a turkey. Like, he knows all these things. Dog, we're doing this camp out. It's like 10 30. It's after 10 at night. I mean, it's pitch blackout. We hear a gunshot go off. It's out there like boonies out in the middle of nowhere. And he's like, oh, so-and-so just shot a deer. Man, I, uh, I feel like I need to go up and help him gut it. Like, dude, that's <laughs> the type of guy he is. I'm like, wait, what, bro? There's a gunshot going off not far from here. Uh, and who has, like, I don't look forward to gutting anything. I've never gotten anything (laughs)
0: worth gutting. Maybe a
1: fish once, but it's like, I don't, he's like, I'll do no. That's what you do up here, man. You go help. Yeah. Go help gut, gut the deer. And maybe they give you a little bit of meat. I'm like, wow. So yeah, it's awesome to find these people.
0: uh, And that's kind of, that's the kind of person you want on something like this, right? Because you want somebody who's able to just rule out all the, if I go into the woods Every freaking noise I hear, I think it's probably a bear about to to eat me. Because I don't, I'm not a woodsman. I'm not comfortable out there. Randy just can recognize everything. That's what makes it so much more interesting. The fact that this dude has grown up in the woods and knows everything, and yet he believes right in the Sasquatch. He believes he's seen that. Um, it adds, you know, it adds a certain level of credibility for me. I'm, I'm again. I said this. I think the first time I was on your show, Bo, but. You know i'm the much more skeptical person of dockside media i'd say but i like to keep an open mind about people's experiences and so if it was somebody who's from the city never been in the woods they went out the woods one weekend and they say they saw a sasquatch i'd be like yeah you probably saw a raccoon or something dude like you just you're not you're not living in that world right but randy <laughs> that dude that is his world and he believes so uh I did have a question for you though, Bo. Like what's your what's your thoughts on Sasquatch? What's your experiences and feelings? Oh yeah, man. Uh that's that's
2: odd because I had those same questions for you guys. <laughs>
0: but I'll I'll start. we will do a round t- t- yeah, we'll do a round yeah, table we'll here. Do a round table.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I I'm a hardcore believer in Sasquatch. Okay. Absolutely am. Um I live in Coal Country, West Virginia, like down southern West Virginia. Um, It sounds to me like Randy would fit in perfectly around here. Um, Mm. That's just how it is here. You know, pretty much everybody hunts, fishes, camps, you know, uh, small communities. We help each other out. So I can relate to Randy wholeheartedly. But, yeah, Bigfoot. Uh, There's been tons of sightings. People talk about it. They don't report it to anything like BFRO or any groups like that. Yeah. Um, what it is, I'm not sure anymore. I, before I started podcasting, I thought that Bigfoot was open and shut case. That's It's Gigantopithecus. It's yeah, a yeah. large ape. Um, it made its way across, you know, some land bridge X amount of time ago. And it's just been really good at hiding. You know, And they're all up in the Pacific Northwest maybe a few stragglers out in Appalachian mountains somewhere. That's what I believed, you know, but the more I do the show, um, about six months, no, the the squirrel season before I started the show, about nine months ago, eight or nine months before I started the show, I had my own Sasquatch experience. Um, Actually, it was 20, it's not really too important, but it's 2018 September. Okay. Um I I was hunting and I wound up, long story short, had something thrown at me. Uh really? Yeah. It that's terrifying. It was I was my back was towards a hill, like directly on a hillside, and I heard a noise. I looked back about the time I hear this thud, and there's a branch coming um like helicoptering down the hill. What? Yeah. So, one, if it had just fallen out of a tree or whatever, it, it would yeah. just deadfall. fall. Um, for it to have a horizontal, <laughs> you know, like a mm-hmm. helicopter, it's
1: got to snap its wrist.
2: Yeah. So, something had to sidearm that bad boy. So, I don't know what it was. I, it fell in line with some noises, some things that had been going on. Um, I wound up being on. Finding Bigfoot over that they had this big return special a couple of years ago. I don't know if you guys remember that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, That's awesome. Asses? You were on it though. That's yeah, cool. yeah. They brought me on it. They they filmed it here in West Virginia. So yeah, there's a there's no doubt in my mind. You know, for me personally, I haven't laid eyes on one. I've heard some crazy stuff um, within about half a mile of where I had that experience at hunting. So I I do believe they're here, and I believe that they are probably flesh and blood um i don't know i know there's a huge spiritual aspect and there's some things that i can't explain but there's there's something going on man
0: yeah that's really interesting interesting. yeah no i I, i'm interested in the fact that you said uh you originally thought it was like a gigantopithecus kind of thing and then what did your what did your opinion change to um or just are you more open to other possibilities I, i'm way more open to other possibilities i'm open to
2: uh i know it sounds wild but you know that's what we do on these shows right it's uh i'm open to a little bit of the interdimensional aspect
0: interesting yeah as we'll touched on that to,
2: yeah uh, yeah I, I hate to throw everything under that category of interdimensional because it seems like you can just write everything off with that you know sure. if you can't explain it. oh it's interdimensional but I don't know how you'll have a set of tracks that just stop in the middle of an open field. Um, You know, where do they go? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, so there's some, some big questions out there and then people seeing them go into portals, people seeing UFO activity, people seeing lights in the woods with them. Um, There's something else, something a little extra going on, I think with it. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: I'm not going to, yeah. Go ahead, Tyler.
1: I was just going to say, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, before starting Dockside Media, I would have just, um, you know, assumed, oh man, it, it's probably. yeah, I think there's a good possibility there's some sort of large hairy hominid mm-hmm. that hasn't been discovered that, you know, can just stay undetected. It's like, uh, dude, I've been deer hunting for, I don't know, 20 years, bro. Never got a deer. Like, so yeah. I know how hard it is sitting out like, and. And I'm and I'm just a different grade hunter woodsman than you, bro. You know, what I mean right. I can just tell. I'm not at the same level, lo- but either way, you'd think, oh, dude, you go sit out in the out in the woods for, you know, from before sun up till after sundown for 20 years. Ah, you'll you'll probably get a deer. Right. And it's like, dude, I can probably count eh, maybe like going on to two hands how many deer I've seen, right? It's just they're a illus- loose. and it's not that they're not there, it's that they're just staying just out of my range right they, they can sense me and they don't need to roll up through um so uh yeah dude so could it yeah i would have thought ah it would it's something like that that can yeah, just remaining undetected save for a few rare sightings and uh but since starting Docside media man i'm on board with you definitely more open to the interdimensional i thought it was neat uh for your listeners who um had listened or seen conscious contact full disclosure and we had uh, sue walker in there who's a psychic yes. uh, uh, uh medical intuitive uh, clairvoyant um and telepath and so we had we interviewed her again for this documentary mm-hmm. and it was cool that she brought some uh some of those uh true or some of those uh yeah ideas uh, into the doc and stuff that was passed on to her right through the Ponty or through telepathically communicating with Sasquatch. yeah chris what about you bro where are you at on interdimensional pop you know
0: like i said i'm more skeptical um i lean towards more the gigantopithecus route and not necessarily that it is a gigantopithecus but that's interesting to me because that literally is a bigfoot like if you put that creature in front of you right now everyone would go that's a freaking bigfoot but in reality you know it's a scientifically classified creature that is extinct called the gigantopithecus now there's so many places in the earth we haven't been to we haven't seen we haven't discovered there's so many creatures that still live on this planet that are alien to us so many under the water i'm sure there's places you know deep forests like we all think we go to the woods but there are places on this world where there are woods woods and there is nothing around for hundreds of miles and Like Tyler was saying, one dude going out there might see a squirrel, raccoon, stuff like that. But there's so many other creatures that are there that we are unaware of at times because that's their environment. They grow up there. They evolve for that environment. They have the senses to know when there's something coming close. They have the ability to hide. And so for me, if this creature exists, I think it's a very distinct possibility that it is something that's just evolved and become... You know super you know uh the ability to live in this environment way better than we have because of the the way we live our lives so i don't know that's why i like like tom Carey. um his portion of the documentary really spoke to me about that stuff because he's a very well read man he's very intelligent he's a you know anthropologist he believes in sasquatch and he you know he he goes that route the, the gigantopithecus so i don't know the um interdimensional stuff it's interesting i'll say that i need more proof like i would literally need to see that although like what you were saying bo with like the footprints and stuff like i've seen that stuff which is so far like how do you explain that i can't right so <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah Chris, your
1: pea-sized brain probably can't even comprehend Uh, (laughs) interdimensional.
0: True. Because
1: here's what's up. You're like, oh, if I saw that, then I would maybe believe it. Well, Chris, were you not just out on vacation with your family? And what did you, what did you see? (laughs) Oh, what did you see, (laughs) Mister Skeptical? Tell (laughs) Bill and and his his Bump Podcast Nation what you saw.
0: So I was, um, I went on vacation outside of Pittsburgh. It's a national park called Raccoon State Park. Mm -hmm. Western Pennsylvania, right on the border of Ohio. Um, But in Pittsburgh, there's a, I don't know, there's a couple airports, I think. And there's always airplanes. Every freaking half an hour, there's a plane going up and down, up and down. So we're driving. I forget where we were going. I think we were going to a museum in Pittsburgh or something like that. My wife was driving. I'm in the passenger seat. My two kids are in the back. We come around this turn and i'm looking out the passenger window and i see a plane and it is like nose like i don't know down about 20 30 degrees like it's going in for a landing kind of deal and i'm looking at it and i'm like is that like a like a blow up balloon like ad type thing because it was suspended in air not moving hmm. and then we curve around it on the road and it's like I'm looking at like a 3D model of something like, you know, like you see like a 3D model and you like twist around it yeah. and like you could see all the sides. And that's what I was doing. And it was suspended in the air, not moving at all. And it was big. Like it wasn't a really small plane. Like it was big. And my wife was driving and we go and then there's trees. And I'm like, I got out my phone way too late. And I'm like, Amy, did you see that? And she's like, see what? I'm like, there was a freaking plane like just stuck in the air. And then i my kids are in the back seat i'm like girls what did you guys see and they're like there's this plane it didn't move and so then i got on uh facebook or whatever and i messaged tyler i'm like dude we might need to stop doing these documentaries i just saw a freaking plane like stuck in the air it was it was like it was trippy i don't know how to describe it like it broke my brain for a second um and tyler did a little research and he found like oh there's a cessna that can kind of like hover in air or something I have no oh, idea. The
1: headwinds. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And maybe that's what, what that it you're was. You're at
1: zero ground speed.
0: Yeah. But it was. And if that, that's the case, maybe it is. I don't know. But it was super weird. Well, how uh, big of a plane is this? I mean, because a Cessna is not a big plane. It looked big to me. It didn't okay. look like a, like a 747 like commercial airliner, but it looked big. So I don't know. Right. And it wasn't that far off the ground.
2: All
1: right, well, bro, did it have a propeller on the front, or did it have jet engines on the side? On the I limbs? don't
0: remember at this point. That's the problem. I should have got a freaking video of it. Amy, I was like, going to get a picture, and Amy's like, "Why are you going to get a picture? Like, it's no one's going to be able to tell that it's not moving in a picture." <laughs> I was maybe it's like, yeah, pretty. It's pretty smart. <laughs> maybe
2: you uh got you know got a glimpse of a, a glitch in the matrix. You know, that, that's not that, that's what finding. it felt like. That's what it felt like. Honestly, it was There's so your weird. interdimensional, Chris. Yeah. You don't Possibly. believe in
1: interdimensional? I mean, the simulation. Yeah, you know, E.T.s, creator of the universe, whatever you want to call it, dude. They're trying to be like, "Yo, dude, here's yeah, interdimensional for your brain." That
2: jet was just buffering, you know. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, dude, (laughs) taking a second Oh yeah,
1: I wouldn't rule out. Yeah, UFOs are just you know, cursor like the like a a mouse (laughs) cursor, right, being moved across (laughs) the screen. I I would not rule that out. I keep I keep my mind (laughs) open to all the possibilities. Uh, Yeah. Uh,
0: like, I mean, the most intelligent minds in the world say that we are possibly living in a simulation, like probably living in a simulation. So who knows?
1: Yeah, I think well, I, wait, Elon Musk, I thought it was a few years back, like five or so. It was like, thought there was like a one in a million chance we're not living in a simulation, right? One in a million that we're not in a sim. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane to think about that somebody... Yeah and who knows, you know, like a lot of people put people on pedestals. So what? everybody can have their own opinion on him, but it's just crazy. Uh, A lot of people can get behind what he says and he leads people to go accomplish, you know, great things. So uh, I don't know. That's crazy. It's It's definitely
0: interesting.
2: I'll grant you that. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. Very much so. So, okay. So you're kind of on the fence about what it is, if it's there. Mm -hmm. Um, Tyler, you're you're down for it. It could be anything. Open minded on it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah,
1: and I'm open on um, like Sue brings up, Uh, and I don't want to spoil the whole doc. The whole doc, but you know, I think um, people that are into Sasquatch and Bigfoot, I think they'll enjoy Secrets of the Sasquatch. Uh, that you know, there's maybe some more, some new information. Yeah. Uh, that that you know, so whether you believe it or not, is completely up to you. These people are genuine. And have had these experiences and sharing their stories. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, so hopefully it at least provides some food for thought to just get people thinking certain ways. So when Sue's talking about, you know, that, that these Sasquatch have been here for millions of years and tr- they, that they've traveled right interplanetary, like great right. distances and that their bodies are well suited for it. And just all these different things. It's like, Oh dude, like well yeah that could explain a lot of different things uh with like you talking about footprints disappearing um and just uh yeah just the the odd sightings and and uh sometimes in videos where they like a a mist or figure kind of appears it's um yeah the millions of years
0: that's crazy i mean like I said, I was on vacation. We went to the Car- Carnegie National History Museum and there's tons of dinosaur exhibits. Just think about like dinosaurs lived so much longer than humanity. Like, can you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like hundreds of millions of years. Yeah. That's insane. And to think like, well, maybe there was a creature around for millions of years. Like humanity hasn't been around that long. Um, Just think of like the state of humanity. If we live for a million years, everything would be so much different, unrecognizable. So a creature, if it was that long, lived that long, yeah. You know, that, that would, ex- that could and explain. back to the dinosaurs,
1: how crazy is it that we, everybody, everybody in the universe, well, maybe not in the universe, but on earth, if you said, oh dude, I see it or uh yo, draw me a T Rex, draw me I a can. brachiosaurus, yeah. everybody is drawing scales, reptile. Yeah. And now what oh, are yeah. we being told? Oh no, dude, they all feathers. had yeah, feathers. Yeah. Oh wait, what? How does that not shift reality? Right? Like, like, I mean, we're in the 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 um the minority here. Of, like, oh, dude, like, I'm trying to be conscious. If somebody says, oh, they found dinosaur fossils somewhere, I think of, okay, this is a feathered creature, right? Because, like, automatically, I just assume this is a giant, scaly creature, like, right. a, like a lizard or reptile. It's like, oh, dude, I, nah, that's not what's up. Yeah,
2: it's yeah. kind of wild, ain't it?
1: Trippy stuff, man. So, uh, history's written by the winners, man. So, like, <laughs> where we're at as a result of, um like what ufos are is just like well i don't you know i'm sure there's a lot more to it and to sasquatch who knows maybe somebody has cracked this a long time ago and it's similar to like ufo disclosure like oh, dude we can't let people know that there's interment interdimensional hominids living uh side by side with us um because it would freak everybody out we need to just keep telling everybody oh no dude it's that's a myth it's a legend it's not true right. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Uh, And that makes me think things like, uh, with these state parks or national forests and uh, national parks, are they, are they doing this to preserve nature for us to go and enjoy from afar, you know, stay on the boardwalks and just look at it. Or is there something about that land, something there on that land that they're trying Mm. to protect and preserve? Um, like even when you're talking about pandemonium, is that not inside of a protected land, right? It's inside like a state mm-hmm. forest or a state park. Yep, yep. And there's just something weird about the grass won't hardly even grow there. You know, it, everything stays a certain certain way. It's just odd how, you know, Yellowstone, chock full of Bigfoot. Um, there's, there's a thousand reports about that kind of stuff. Um, all these cave systems and stuff happen to be falling in line with these national forests and national parks. We have a million acres in West Virginia protected a in one system. <laughs> that's insane. A, a million acres it's the Monongahela National Forest. It's like nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand and some odd acres of protected land.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's so massive. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? I, I have two. I have almost two acres. No, right. uh at my house, and I'm like, my this yard age. is big.
1: The human brain, dude, we have trouble scaling yeah, up we stuff do. like that. Like, you're yeah, talking yeah. about dinosaurs for like hundreds of millions of years. It's like, dude, if humans say, say, uh, you know, say like the last hundred thousand, seventy thousand years, you know, it's been like Homo sapiens or whatever, at, at least. Yeah, bro. We have just gone from like no electricity and outhouses to being able, for me being down at the beach, giving you a decent feed and audio from my car outside of Starbucks to conduct a podcast in like in a hundred years. Like my great grandmother, she, uh, God rest her soul, but like she lived through the Great Depression, right? On like a little farm down in North Carolina, I believe. And it's like, bro, I can't even comprehend what life,
0: that was lifestyle, like yeah. what
1: that was. And that, like, nobody complained. That was life. You know, like, think about how we would be.
0: We're savages possibly. to the people we 50 are. years from now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: we. So, again, 50 years from now, man, qu- uh, quantum mechanics, uh, quantum entanglement, all these different things might just be an. Oh, dude, you just plug this into this and press this button. What? You guys couldn't do that before? You had <laughs> yeah. go and go from here to Mars, like, or here to Zeta Reticula. How could you guys not do that? Um, so, or yeah, dude. So, oh man, it's crazy. It's neat. Um, I love having these discussions because, and you're mm-hmm. talking about a million acres because right, man, I honestly don't think my head can really wrap Mm-mm. around what a million right. acres looks like.
2: Yeah. Enormous, you know, and West Virginia is not that big of a state. So it's a large swath of our state. But then again, yeah, like 79 to 80% of West Virginia is under canopy, you know, it, it's under forest, you know, treetop. So, you know, we're a pretty yeah, wild state crazy. anyway, you know, but yeah, oh. a
0: million acres is huge. I went on a like I went on a bunch of hikes while we were staying at that national forest, but like they're all you know trails, they're yeah. established trails. But like you would go out, it's like a three, three, 3 mile trail, and like I don't know, five minutes in, you're like there ain't shit around me. Like this is just <laughs> trees, and it doesn't seem like there's anything around me, and it's right. it's so isolating feeling. Now feel now now take that and go five hundred thousand miles out into the middle of that forest. Yeah like what is that <laughs> you know what i mean right. like
2: that's crazy yeah and like uh the pacific northwest you were talking about you know places that people don't travel don't don't explore yeah how many what a couple of dozen planes are mm-hmm. yet to be found that have crashed in there yep they go down and they can't find a plane so yeah. how can anybody say that we've explored all that, that bigfoot couldn't exist you know that DB uh,
1: e. Cooper's probably out there kicking him with Bigfoot right now. Didn't yeah. he jump in the Pacific North? I can't remember. He did
0: something <laughs> like that. Took that money with him. Yeah, yeah.
1: took that money, dipped. Nobody ever found him.
0: That's right. That's
2: right. D B Cooper, Jimmy Hoffa, and Sasquatch. Yeah. I think <laughs> Hoffa
1: is on isn't he uh was it East Rutherford? Is he under the the giant state or one of those stadiums, I thought. Who knows, man? we're getting way far away from sasquatch so so
2: what made you guys land on sasquatch for this one is it because okay we've done ghosts we've done aliens now let's do you know surf and turf let's do sasquatch
0: sort of i mean i think sue walker also in doing the uh, conscious contact full disclosure with her had had at one point mentioned Sasquatch and you know, it obviously is the natural thing to go to when we're talking about supernatural stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of people are interested in it and I wasn't that familiar with them. Like, I mean, I've watched some shows, obviously watched some movies with Sasquatch stuff. And I know the, the general like legend that's been told through media. Um, so it was really interesting for me when we started diving into this thing to get like experiencers, Wow. um stories because it was a little different than what i was i guess i i was expecting um and i learned a lot about uh sasquatch and a lot of the um common things people talk about with them um and the way their like uh family structure kind of works or you know what they think works like mm-hmm. sue revealed some interesting information about them that was kind of funny, but also really interesting about like the chokeweed and stuff. Yeah, I don't want, yeah. to, spoil. I don't want to spoil too much. <laughs> that was um, good. But it makes sense too, right? Like yeah, it does. I, it's weird. Cause like, you know, the, the plant marijuana is what cannabis is what we're talking about. Like, you know, there's such a stigmatism here with the government crackdown on it and all that kind all of right. stuff, but it's a natural growing plant. And like, you know, Native American cultures and stuff have obviously imbibed for years and years and years before it's become outlawed. So it would only make sense for like a hominid creature also too. Um, but yeah, that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, it was just, I guess, getting into those nitty gritty details of something. Because it was like, from the surface, I'm always like, yeah, it's just like this big hairy ape that lives in the woods. You know, I've seen Harry and the Hendersons and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, that's that was my like thought going into it. And then hearing everybody with all these details is really interesting. Nice.
2: Yeah. You know, Bigfoot community, just a heads up, man. If y'all don't know, it is a cutthroat place to live. Uh, I'm very interested to see how it's received. Yeah. Uh, uh, You know, there's, there's the people that believe, you know, observe and report. There's another, another camp that says we need a body, you know, It, it has to be shot and brought in, you know, and that, you know, that's just two camps, you know, that divides the Bigfoot community by itself. Uh, Then there's the flesh and blood versus the spiritual camp. Yep. Uh, It's just, there's so many theories and everybody clings to them, like almost like a religion at this point.
0: Yeah. Well, and and we've, we've definitely experienced that with the other stuff too. Like there is people have their rigid mindsets about stuff like this. And when you explore different avenues, you're gonna upset certain communities and certain kinds of people. And you know what, we just say we're making it and you either keep an open mind and enjoy it or you don't, and that's fine. Uh, Our goal is to just kind of tell these people's stories in a really interesting and compelling way. We're not trying to force a specific narrative or our, our opinions on this. Um, we're hoping to provide a bunch of different opinions but also in doing so show some of the patterns along the way Mm -hmm. Um, because for me this applies to a lot of things and especially nowadays with social media when you get like somebody who gets called out for being canceled for allegedly doing something or whatever if there's like one person doing it it's like i don't know like i need to There's probably maybe more to the story, but when tons of people, when there's a pattern established in this kind of thing, it's way more credible. It's way more believable. And so when we get these people that are just, you know, semi-random, like they don't know each other, yet they tell their stories and they talk about similar subject matter. Sure, it's in their own words and maybe differently described, but also similar when you think about it. That's where someone like me who's skeptical is a little bit more interested because it's like, well, how does this person over here had this experience and this person way across the world had this experience. And yet they're talking about very similar things that happened to them. Um, that, that definitely adds more credibility to me.
2: Absolutely. And I think that's something that your documentary captures. You know, it's not like you guys just grabbed a few people and threw them on here to talk. You actually cover pretty much each view. Oh yeah. Of Sasquatch. And there's, that's some, what, yeah. And, and, you know, Tyler, you said, you know, you're going to learn something new on if you watch it. I did. I've been into Bigfoot as long as I can remember, you know, I, I, I love it, but I've heard things on there that I hadn't heard anywhere else. That's awesome. And that's, that's... rare. <laughs> you know hey, what I mean? That's... Like you're, you're bringing something new. I love it. I, I, I enjoyed it.
1: Uh, dude, that fills our hearts, and, and dude, it just really <clears throat> reinforces, uh, at least my belief, and maybe Chris's, that man, a lot of this stuff feels like fate, because yeah. Chris and I, like, we're, just, we're not big Sasquatch enthusiasts, personally. Mm. We don't consume a ton of uh, Sasquatch Bigfoot books uh, yeah. Documentaries. We just, or, or the different uh, TV series, like we just don't. Um, so I don't know. I, I love that you said, man, we covered all these different aspects. Like we do. I mean, we're certainly into all these different things that we're exploring and investigating, but one of the purposes of us doing is like Chris said, let these people share their stories and their experiences. And we can learn this stuff along the way. Um, but so it's, it's wild, like, oh, dude, it just, it's like, it's cool to hear you say that almost as if we watched a lot of Bigfoot content and said, okay, we can't do it like these other people. Um, We need to do it like ourselves. And dude, I, it's great. Chris and I, we just, we skipped that first part and we just been doing yeah. ourselves since we started Dockside Media. Like after a month, I remember telling Chris, bro, we got to try, stop trying to be. The next Quentin Tarantino or Kevin Smith, we got to be the first Tyler Tranzoo and Chris Rupert. Love like it. That's what we need to be.
2: Yeah.
1: And man, because through following that, uh, yeah, it's just awesome that yeah, Chris is finishing up our fourth documentary. We're going to film the fifth. Uh, dude, just Richard Doty just sent me a friend request on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like my life's, you know, what I mean, my life's good. Like this yeah, is man. crazy stuff that this i would have never even fathomed put on a five ten year i just not even on a bucket list and uh, so it feels like man we're just kind of being guided through all this and we just stay open to going where we where we feel led
0: yeah and maybe maybe i said that wrong when i said we don't like we we don't bring a narrative that that's not necessarily true like we don't bring a storyline to any of this stuff but we do bring our opinions and how it's formed Mm -hmm. meaning like we will have an interview with someone and then we'll be like, we should get somebody who, you know, uh, maybe is an anthropologist or somebody like that, because they'll provide a different viewpoint on this stuff. So we do have those kind of conversations. We don't tell anyone what to talk about or what to say. Like they just we might be like, well, what was your experience with this kind of thing? Once they they tell us something, you know what I mean? Just to kind of get them to give more detail. That's about it, though. And so like we approach this stuff with our, what I think is interesting, what I think is compelling. So there is an aspect of, um, I don't know if you want to call it style or you know like directorial choices being made that brings this stuff to light in the way that we we um, showcase it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we don't we don't consume documentaries. We don't consume a lot of this stuff. So what you're seeing is just like Tyler and I's a particular style showcasing these people's stories if that makes sense well you do a great job at it guys. thanks I'll dude thank that means a lot that's awesome
2: it, for real it it everything flows you know i like how you had sue in conscious contact and brought her back you know for a secret to sasquatch it's i like having that you know it's like a little bit of a flow a little continuity you know mm-hmm. like and and she's she's so cool you know she's <laughs> really,
0: really she's so cool
1: have her on man she is I would, I
2: would love to have her on here she's just so matter of fact about she'll come
0: her. on she'll come on yeah no problem
1: she is and just oh, down cool. to earth uh, and dude just an all-around all-around nice person i uh, i interviewed richard Doty for in plain sight the intelligence Committee and ufos and Long story short, yeah, I mean, we we filmed at Sue's, at Sue's house, like, just the way logistics and everything worked out, I'm like, oh, man, like, it, it was just, I don't, I can't, I don't want to get too much into it, but basically, mm-hmm. I'm just like, hey, Sue, any chance, uh, <laughs> if I come out to your area, would, would you mind if I stop by for a few hours and uh, bring in Richard Doty, I don't know if you know him, and dude, so, I mean, her and and, uh reverend otter just kind of go they're just super nice and it's not like i'm talking to her every day every week i mean it was like man i hadn't talked to her for months right months and reached out she's like oh yeah yeah absolutely when are you coming in you know oh you know um you can stay out in our a-frame camper or whatever outside and I'm just, I'm like, oh, now I'm getting in like it. I forget late. I'm driving the car through the night down to Roswell just so I can get some B official B-roll footage of Roswell. It's, oh, it's you know, I mean, you're not going to see much. I'm like, oh, it, I know, but there's a sign that says Roswell, right? And there's a UFO. There's like, I don't care. I, my, in my heart. I'm within three, three and a half hour drive, whatever it was, four hour drive of Roswell. I'm, I'm going to go there. Okay. Nice. Yes. And so I just drove through the night, parked, slept for two hours in the car, woke up at sunrise, flew the drone dog. Um, and then, yep. So, hey, I'm on my way back. <laughs> Stopped in. Uh, did the interview with Richard Doty. 2 p.m back to the airport to hop on the flight. Like, dude, I don't, I mean, bro, I'm, I'm in and out less than 24 hours or whatever, very little sleep, but that's how this stuff gets built, man. Yeah, This is how we do it.
2: You're after it, man. I
1: so, Sue, but just, so dude, you really, Sue would absolutely love to come on and you would just, like I said, I love going to see her cause she just reminds me of my grandma. Like if she, I tell people like if she didn't talk about, uh, telepathy with the Ponti extraterrestrials and if she didn't talk about sasquatch like dude she's super into horticulture and garden like all that like the she would scene. just be your yeah. grandma you would just you would be like she's just the most uh just hospitable genuine down-to-earth um person uh who just happens to have these you know this extra set of skills or abilities um and so yeah dude you uh that's cool that you liked we had yep that we had her in both it, it yeah. just felt natural and and like yeah chris said
0: we do we because we do worry about that sometimes like we love sue and stuff and we love all these people we have on our documentaries but and sometimes it's like well they could come back and talk about this because they've mentioned that subject matter but it's like we do worry about like you know the redundancy of this stuff is it is it gonna wear on our viewers and stuff like that Um, But I think we made definitely the right choice with having Sue back on for Secrets of the Sasquatch. She just provides like this really interesting viewpoint. Yeah, she does. And yeah, that's the thing.
2: I want to talk about certain things, but it hasn't, you know, it's not out yet. So yeah, I'll just wait. (laughs) But yeah, she, uh, she talked about some things that I had just spoken to someone last week about. Interesting. I was like, oh yeah there it is <laughs> <laughs> you know so that's it's cool and no, i haven't cool. released that episode yet either so it, all of it has to wait i guess it's okay it's
0: yeah. all right. that's funny yeah i don't know how many times we've gone on a podcast where somebody's like i just watched your movie and it's weird because i just had a conversation with somebody and it's like this this weird yeah synchronicity going on this, yeah.
1: yeah we've we've uh, stumbled upon that a lot and so that's what makes me think, yeah, dude. Who's to say we're not in a simulation? <laughs> I mean, true. is this not is this not all working out uh, kind of better than we could have scripted? It? Like it, yeah, yeah. it really is. All these little fortuitous events, um, man. Like I mean, here we'll give you. Well, since since you brought up, we'll give you this nugget, little mm-hmm. uh, gem. Since you brought up that you you liked the continuity between Sue Walker and conscious contact, full disclosure and secrets to the Sasquatch. <clears throat> so Tom Carey, yep. he is also in, in plain sight, the intelligence community and UFOs. And here's what's up. We had the interview scheduled for Tom Carey for in plain sight, the intelligence community and UFOs. We go down there, we interview him for that. Afterwards, we're like, you know, it's, it's uh, revealed whatever that he's into Sasquatch. He's an anthropologist, oh, you yeah. know, we're taught, we're cutting this doc secrets of the Sasquatch. Tom, any way we could get <laughs> you to sit over in this chair, we'll change the lighting, switch outfits, get a different, get different camera angles. And, um, and, and so again, like we, we had said from the beginning Man, from secret to the Sasquatch, we really need like an anthropologist. We need somebody right. that's degreed. I just, you know, I love all the other um, experiences and stories that we've got from telepaths and hunters and woodsmen. And uh, I love uh, Alfred Martinez out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. A Again, a big hunt, like just met the guy. It's like, Oh dude. Yeah. Love, love that man. He just kept feeding me. He, uh, 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 he wouldn't let me leave without eating. Uh, I can't remember what the dish is, but some Mexican dish. Uh, that I just rarely eat Mexican food, but dude, he's just like good people's. Where you know, I'm like, right. oh man, I I can't eat any. Oh, no, 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 you have to eat at least, you know. And he just kept shoving them into me. And I'm like, oh dude, I gotta get on a plane here shortly. Uh, and I'm gonna end up shitting myself at 30,000. Um. So man, I, I lost my train of thought after, from where we were at. But no, honestly, it was
0: weird synchronicity. Like yeah, we oh the yeah, the fact that so, like he's an anthropologist. Yeah, like, we, we didn't needed know that. We yeah. back for
1: the doc, and we're there, and this comes up, and it's like, dude, we we this is like again, we this is what we needed, and, and it was so perfect, man. And there's I, DocSign Media, our our his our brief, you know, August sixteenth here will be like our one year anniversary. So, we haven't even been doing this uh, for a year together. Um, Dude, yeah, it's it's amazing. All these synchronicities and little nudges that we get. Well, let's uh, talk about that that put these together.
2: uh, Talking about amazing. You guys have done five, right? You're you're doing your fifth doc. We're doing our fifth right now, yeah. In one year. Yeah. You guys are hustlers, man. You know, most people yeah. do like one a year or one every other year.
0: Yeah. I, if you don't, if you're not a filmmaker, I don't think you understand quite the, the amount of effort and work it takes. Like I just shot a short film on Sunday and it just is like unbelievably tiring, like physically and mentally, just a, yeah. like I shot of an eight page short film you know it it took 12 hours i was so tired um it's just so much work involved in this kind of stuff but like you do it and it's so for me i guess you have to have that drive where you really have the passion for because when you overcome those hurdles and those struggles and you don't have the footage you wanted but you somehow make it work in the edit it's like so fulfilling to me so like as soon as we get done with one i'm like what's next let's get going like i want to keep this going even though it is a lot of work it's just it's what i like doing so yeah that's why we do it right we just yeah, we have a passion and, for you
1: and, and man i just dude i it's like fine man and i just i like uh, i just feel really grateful i try and remain great it's like man when i'm doing these things i'm like bro on the gettysburg battlefield yeah. talking to a, you know this telepath or this Medical intuitive this person who had helped, like uh, the FBI with missing person cases, like uh, you know, like unreal, like just dude, I, with Richard Doty, right, former counterintelligence officer for the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, and and, and retired CIA officer John Ramirez interviewed him for In Plain Sight, the intelligence community and and the Tom Carey guy, uh, who was who we had, I mean, dude, he's he's written. Was this his 12th that, that just came out? I think so.
0: Yeah, something like A that.
1: Book on Roswell. Roswell yeah. alone. He wow. is an expert on expert. Roswell. He's w- interviewed over 600 first and secondhand witnesses. Like to the Roswell crash, man. Right. So I just always am like, dude, this is just insane that I'm even doing this. And so I don't know. It just gives me some. No, that, that's, I, yeah. I'm just going to say, and I do like, like this camp out that we're gonna do this at this haunted cemetery, man. I, I don't mind being without like all these conveniences and and getting very little sleep and like hustling and working through the night and just man, daylight's coming up and it's like cool. We just got that last interviewer, that last segment we need. All right, now let's drink some coffee and we gotta get this going, whatever it is, like. Because man, it it really makes me appreciate like sleeping in my bed like yeah. the next <laughs> night, and and like and just appreciate like bro, there's homeless people doing this, like for all right. those secrets of the Sasquatch campouts, man. It's like twenty six degrees Fahrenheit, yeah. middle of winter, along a, a river. When I was with Randy Smith, that one's along a river, dude. To your point about just being a hunter, a hunter and fisherman, bro. He's you would probably be the same out there, no gloves just rebating stuff messing with wet lines and every you know what i mean i'm like dude my fingers are hurting <laughs> and i got gloves on yeah. um you uh, know and he's just one of those i don't know like those hands are just so hardened and calloused or whatever from years of hard work and stuff um but yeah dude i i just so yeah but there's homeless people that that are going through that like stuff every single night of their life man so like who am i like to to bitch about yeah being cold or sleeping on a bumpy uh ground or whatever it is or just being hot it's like oh dude yeah i we're very fortunate man for
2: sure for sure i like that's why
1: we have so much fun with it and and that's how yeah that's why we just keep going and these these other ideas man we got um we'll also be filming here after the uh the, the ghost in the graveyard pure pandemonium uh, we'll be filming like uh, in a past life, uh, which we're doing oh, uh, yes. reincarnation and uh, like past, past life regression, yep, and whatnot. Okay, and, yeah, man, uh, which is going to be sick. And yeah. then I think I'm trying to go to remote viewing and get that done. Uh, I know Richard Doty has a lot of experience on that,
2: I would say so that's the men who's at goats stuff right there right?
1: yeah mm-hmm. so i you know we're trying to yeah we just keep throwing that out into the universe as well and, yeah. and we're gonna manifest a remote viewing we don't have a title for that yet, one but yeah dude we're gonna keep sending docs your way bro if you'll keep <laughs> having us on we'll keep sending
2: them <laughs> Man, I, I love it i love it y'all come on anytime uh is there anything that we still need to cover I know you guys got another show coming up. I got another show coming up in a few minutes yep.
0: too. No. Yep. Um, no. I mean, um, I would. I would just say, yeah, thanks, Bo, for always having us on here, uh, um, talking with us. We appreciate you. Appreciate you checking out our movies. Um I We just really have blast here. So, yeah. No, I, I would just say, you know, if if any of this stuff sounds interesting to you, Conscious Contact Full Disclosure is out now. It's on Amazon, iTunes, Google, Xbox, PlayStation, um, YouTube. You can rent it, you can buy it, and so is the ghosts of Gettysburg. But then uh, coming out here, July fifth will be the secrets of the Sasquatch in all those same places. And so uh, we encourage you to go check it out and then leave a review so we know what you guys think, what you if you like it or not. Um, we want to hear your opinions. Uh, just it means the world to us to have people just you know check out your whatever you're putting out in the the, the universe there. So uh, secrets of the Sasquatch out July fifth, and Bo. We'll be back That's right. sooner rather than later to talk about In Plain Sight, the the intelligence community and UFOs. Yes. Yeah, I
2: can't wait we'll for that. We'll get you a
1: cut. We'll get you a cut here shortly as, Sweet, okay. quick as, as quick as Chris gets her finished up.
2: Sweet. I look forward to it. And dude, to... real
1: quick, I, I yeah. just, to, let me pat Chris on the back uh, with his editing um, and me with, with the filming and Chris with the filming. Uh, he's helped out on uh, some of these uh, interviews. But real quick, dude, uh we feel we feel it's dope that between conscious contact full disclosure the ghost of gettysburg secrets of the sasquatch production value oh yeah uh, and we feel like we have high production value from the beginning but like we're always trying to get better and thinking of new things new ways to film different ways to incorporate b-roll and um yeah, so I, I think it's cool, hopefully, as people get behind us and watch these docs and like, wow, dude, these guys keep getting better and better and better, and we're, we're not stopping. We're gonna yeah, keep man. Going.
2: Yeah, and, and, you know, about about your B-roll and stuff like that, instead of just having, like, uh, a static image that you just sit there and look at the woods, you guys have someone out there, you know, you, you got that you got uh, Sasquatch suit, you know, stroking by, or you got that alien, that crazy that, alien suit
0: both of those yeah both of those are adam hartwick from shadow alley productions he's a friend of ours um dude such a, i love this guy he's such a cool dude he actually sent me for this short film i filmed on sunday he overnighted me one of his masks and arms and these things cost like 1500 bucks total like he just wow. overnighted the mail to me did let me use it for my short film but he built that custom sasquatch suit for all our b-roll this thing was insane looking like this was like Harry and the Henderson's like level, like production quality. Like when we are standing next to him and he's a big dude, he's like six, two or six, three, you know, he towers above a lot of people, uh, it's like, there's a freaking Sasquatch there. We had like people come up. We had this dude come up who had like a bird and his bird like flew on him. and It was just <laughs> the weirdest where we got. He he also brought the, he like hurt his back. So he bought these electric scooters. So we're riding down the trail as he's dressed as Sasquatch. <laughs> it's just insane stuff. And it. so, yeah, like Tyler said, we're just lucky to be doing this and appreciative of everything. So we won't keep any more of your time though, Bo. Oh, no, Thanks again good. for having us, dude. We really appreciate it. Hey, thanks again for coming on, guys. Y'all have a good night. Stay safe. God bless. Uh, Good luck in the
2: future. Thanks, man. Same for you, dude. Thanks, bro. Later, brother. Keep crushing it, man. All right, that's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. If you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash the bump podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, Got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to bumppodcast.com, click the episode tab, and it'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on, share your story with us, go to bumppodcast.com, click the holler at me button, and holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com, and uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right, again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time, don't stop believing.
1: Thank
2: you. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Walked
1: the street of gold
0: appeared,
1: Is like lightning Bless you, Sitting high Upon his throne As times 10,000 Say Woo. Thank you, Lord. Uh, oh, my God. We oh made it home. Glory, glory.
0: With their troubles far behind them, to never sell. <laughs>
2: in your life that you're you're ready to give your heart over to the Lord then I have a little a little message that I found that if you repeat it and you believe it in your heart this could help lead you closer to God to, to let Jesus Christ save you and it goes like this Heavenly Father I come to you from the depths of my heart realizing that I have sinned I repent of my sins and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It is in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things prayed this day. Amen.